live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life. I am your host, Jen Brazil, and I am so excited about this week because the last couple of weeks and the next week, I am going deep into sort of what I've been going through in the past couple of months, the past couple of years, the struggles that I've had, and how I have learned and grown through those. So if you missed the last two episodes, those are really great and completely honest and candid as I have learned a lot of things in the area of taking care of my family. Today is not any different. Today, we are going to talk about parenting. Parenthood and motherhood are areas that I believe I could safely say are something that we have all struggled with. This may be my number one struggle that never seems to go away, mostly because those kiddos never seem to go away. And I say that with love in my voice. I was recommended not that long ago two parenting books. Okay, I've actually been recommended and read dozens of parenting books, but these two have found their way to the top and become quick favorites. The first one is The Whole Brain Child, and I will tell you a little bit about the second one in just a minute. I've read other books on the brain, and they have been all about my brain, a grown-up brain, and I've read those books with a different mindset. The Whole Brain Child is totally different, but also in a lot of ways similar. So parenting is one of those things you have no clue if you're doing right, and by the time you know, it's too late to do much about it. So parenting is one of those things that you can totally lose yourself in. Your identity gets wrapped up here. Your decisions are based off your children. Your date nights are spent discussing them. I'm sure at some point you can relate to life feeling like it was either total chaos or you were struggling to keep total control. Now think of your toddler. Ever see similar traits? unable and refusing to share a train with brother and then losing his mind when brother takes it from him. Raising my hand over here, I believe that happened this morning. Well, the whole brain child does a beautiful job of explaining the parts of the brain and how they all need to work together to raise up your children. Now, before we get going too far, I do want to tell you about a free resource that I have. It's called the nine questions to develop emotional intelligence in kids. And not that long ago, I had a good friend and child counselor named Gillian, and she was on my podcast and she and I talked a lot about emotional intelligence in kids. And together we came up with nine questions to help develop that emotional intelligence in kids. So if you go to jbrazil.com slash family, Again, that's J-B-R-A-Z-E-A-L dot com slash family. You can grab those questions. So just look at, start working through your kids, and it's just a great resource to have. Parenthood along with motherhood are tough. The ins, the outs, the day after day, you pour so much of yourself into these little ones, yet you're not allowed to lose your identity and something you spend every moment on. Somehow all the puzzle pieces you've been given seem 
like they go to different puzzles and just don't match up. Well, I have been in the moments of frustration and desperation. Anyone out there that pretends that they have not have some serious skeletons in their closet. So we've all been there, but that doesn't solve it or bring comfort to know that everybody is going through the same thing. So what does solve the endless wondering of parenthood? Or the, am I doing this right question? Or how do I even know? Well, in my opinion, a good bit of trial and error has always been my biggest gauge. And when I stumbled upon the whole brain child, I knew that I had done a lot of trialing and a lot of erroring, but I was not real sure how to redirect. So parenting with the whole brain child as a resource has given me some redirection. A key takeaway from this book was to keep in mind my child has different parts of the brain that handle different things. And not all the parts are working together yet, but they need to be. And as a parent, I can help them integrate their brain and understand where they are mentally. These are big concepts for a three-year-old, but surprisingly not inappropriate for his developing noggin. As I have been soaking up this book and all the amazing pictures and tools to use to teach your children the methods, I've picked up a few ways to do parenthood differently. Isn't that what reading a book on parenting is all about? I didn't let myself just nod and highlight. I drew up some charts for my kids. I wrote down the phrases I wanted to start using, and I've started to sharpen my parenting skills, and I'm excited to share the ones I've picked up from the whole brain child with you. So here are three parenting skills that I have adapted and put into place after reading The Whole Brain Child. Parenting skill number one. It may seem silly, but it's working. I have drawn up a chart similar to the one that's in the book, full of emotions. And I use this visual to ask my kids to point out where they are, how they're feeling, and of course, where they want or could be feeling. Sometimes in the midst of a tantrum, With my middle child, I have to show him where he is. Then I ask him to show me where he wants to be. And sometimes I have to help him find the joy-filled or happy face. So simply recognizing emotions and using words to identify them and talk about them has been a skill that has made big changes in our family. Parenting skill number two is connecting with your child is so important. Believe me, I know when you're getting the dramatic tears for the 400th time that day on a splinter or stub toe, it can be all too easy to brush it aside. But as I've learned to help my kids connect their right, which is their emotional, and their left, which is their logical brain, I've started mood matching them. When he's sad and upset, I show him that I'm sad too, and I feel for what he's going through. He tends to get over it much faster than if I were to just tell him to pick himself up, brush it off, or if I were to just try ignoring altogether. Parenting skill number three. As I read through the part of the book about integrating self and others, I thought of how often my kids fight. The whole brain child reminded me My kids won't always be the ones to find fun games to play with each other. Sometimes I need to get the happy time started and then bow out. Trying to foster more times of laughing together than crying together is one of the best ways I can get our family on track to mental health. Remembering to crack jokes or tell them about funny things in my life or childhood has gotten them curious and interested in starting some of the same things mom used to do as a kid. 
just the redirection to more happy times and silly moments has actually brought my kids and I closer. You can have more moments of joy when you make an effort to be happy. As silly as that sounds, parents tend to get caught up in the discipline and daily tasks. So putting forth effort to make more happy moments than sad ones is just that. It's effort. Now, my second book that I love and have recommended is Parenting with Love and Logic. Now, I know that this episode is all about the whole brain child, but I said in the beginning that I've read dozens of parenting books, but if I boiled it all down, I would recommend only two as of now, of course. Parenting with Love and Logic is my second. I would love to share with you more on Parenting with Love and Logic. So if you want to keep hearing about parenting, make sure you let me know. Let me know in the review section down at the bottom. Let me know if parenting is something you want me to spend more time on. And I am happy to share with you my journey. Parenting with Love and Logic talks about choices with your children. The approach I took away from this is peace and decision-making. Our house can get so loud, so moment by moment, so chaotic, and so because I said so. As I read through Parenting with Love and Logic, I could fit in pieces of what I had learned from the whole brain child and weave it together with love and logic. In short, these two books have brought more peace into our house, more peace for mama and for kiddos. And when mama can smile and laugh and play and have peace, the whole house seems to be doing better. To leave you with a short summary and some key takeaways for the whole brain child, I want to sum it all up the best that I can. Of course, when you find yourself struggling, it is easy to go after the quick fix, but not always the best. I want to wet your whistle. I want to get you excited to dive into the whole brain child for yourself. My biggest takeaways were integration. The more we can integrate our child's minds and emotions, the more successful parenting we'll experience. Much of the whole brain child talks about all the ways to integrate the brain, all the different parts of it, the left logic, the right emotional sides of the brain need to work together to keep your kids floating down the center of the river. And the river is your child's emotional health. One side of the river is total chaos and the other side of the river is total rigidity or control. The goal with your children and yourself, I see a mama over there trying to make dinner, do homework, talk on the phone and do yoga all at the same time is to stay in the middle of the river and integrate all parts of the brain. The upstairs brain, which is the imagination and higher thinking and the downstairs brain, which are basic functions Both need to be integrated as well. So staying in one area of the brain or getting stuck there is going to be what causes major meltdowns, tantrums, or total shutdown moments. So as a whole, there are 12 strategies in this book that all point back to two things, integrating it all, making it work together to give your child the full use of their brain and to thrive. The second thing is developing their mental health. There are tons of books out there on mental illness, but the whole brain child points back to the overall goal, which is health and floating down the center of that river between chaos and total rigidity or control. What's so different and so great about the whole brain child book is that it doesn't just teach you mama about raising your children with their whole brain. The whole brain child book is filled with pictures to help teach your child. It is after all their life and their mind that is being formed. So why not show and tell them about it in a way that they can put to use? 
The chart at the back of the book is great for a quick reference. In fact, I first listened to this book on audio and then went ahead and purchased the paperback book so that I would have the graphics, charts, and pictures for my kids. I also wanted to go back and give myself a chance to make a lot of this teaching concrete. So I wanted to be able to underline and highlight and have something to quickly look back on. Now, have you ever felt like you were barely surviving? Like it was time to throw in the towel, but as a parent, you know you really don't have the choice to do that. This has probably been one of my biggest struggles. Burnout and comparing with others where they are in their journey has led me to some pretty tough spots in my life. Until I start looking and evaluating what really matters to me, what are my true purposes, and how was I different than everyone else, have I truly learned to conquer burnout. Facing total burnout or complete frustration with the endless spinning of wheels or total fatigue the moment the kids are in bed is not fun. Now, over the past few months, I felt like I've been there and I'm sharing what I've done and what I'm doing to bust out and live a thriving and full life. Coming up next week, you don't want to miss that episode. It's going to be full of amazing and helpful things as well as one big announcement. I can't wait to talk to you then. Make sure you let me know in the comments or by leaving a review below this podcast how you feel about podcasts on parenting. If you want to hear more on this, if this is something that has been helpful to you, make sure you leave a review at the bottom so I know what direction to take with this podcast show. So until next week where we talk about total burnout as well as a big announcement coming up in my life, I will see you over on Instagram.